It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Big news, the possibility that Roe v. Wade may be overturned. Uh, maybe a decision has been struck at the Supreme Court. Obviously, that is a really big deal for a lot of people, particularly, I don't know, babies in the womb right now who'd like to live, you know. Let me see. what It's a big deal for me because I'm, you know, I'm a... I'm an adoptee and, uh, uh, you know, uh, found out that I'm the product of a sexual assault. Right about the same time that old Roe v. Wade, uh, they weighed in on Roe v. Wade, and oddly enough, Roe ended up having her baby and adopting the baby. She was the third baby, by the way. It was the third baby uh, with a guy who was a complete uh, jerk, and uh, she wanted to get an abortion and ultimately had to uh, have the baby, gave up the baby for adoption. The baby never got in touch with uh, with her before she passed away in 2017. Uh, that said, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I want to get to. I guess the big news, the bad news this morning is that, you know, if you're, if you're in a uh, left-leaning, very pro-abortion household, you may have had to have the conversation around the, uh, the breakfast table this morning, you know, where you sit there and you said, well, kids, it looks like, uh, this fall, the, the, uh, baby organ harvest is going to be down a little bit here. Apparently, uh, there's some issue with this thing in Washington, D.C., and, and so consequently, we're going to have to <clears throat> take some of them uh, stem cells from the dead babies uh, that we maybe have in the freezer, and we'll have to use those right now because uh, there won't be any fresh baby organs to harvest uh, this fall. It, it's going to be really terrible. And then, of course, in hell this morning, I heard in hell... This morning that Margaret Sanger actually interrupted her brunch with Joseph Stalin this morning. Apparently Joseph Stalin was thrilled by the possibility of a governor disinformation board this morning or yesterday or last week, I guess. He was, he was, uh, he was uh, living high on the hog there uh, in hell. And Margaret Sanger, who uh, was a virulent racist, by the way, a huge, huge racist and uh, she was also a eugenist, and that means that you weed out all the all the little babies who don't live up to the uh, Hitlerian standards set by Margaret Sanger before Adolf Hitler uh, took power. You know, and this is another thing that maybe you don't know. Uh, you know, abortion for a number of things it has become this this gigantic issue for feminism, and really, I've never understood why so many would fall on the sword of abortion of killing a baby. Because really what drives the abortion argument is responsibility. That's really what this is all about. Uh, I don't think anybody would disagree with the possibility of, uh, of ending an unwanted pregnancy very early, like day two, uh, if you've been raped like my mother was. By the way, my biological mother was. She was uh, sexually assaulted. Consequently, I was born. But uh, there, there's a lot of this uh, responsibility thing, the possibility of a baby ruining your life because, you know, you, you did this act. Well, it used to be an act. I mean, it used to involve a man and a woman, uh, you know, and uh, getting together. And I think you heard the story. Maybe you were in third grade. It's been replaced by transgenderism. But, uh, you know, you put the D in the whatever and the beep, 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 and then these two things get together. A little swimming thing goes boink, 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 and one of them gets in, and then boing, it becomes a little uh, zygote, and then a... An embryo, then a fetus, then a baby, and that's how. Maybe this was a surprise to you if you're if you're a kid in uh, in public school right now. Maybe this comes as a complete surprise to you. <laughs> 
Uh, this is also bad news for all of the men in the country who want to abdicate responsibility for uh, the act of sex when it results in a pregnancy, and they can't just say, hey, here's $500, go get an abortion. This includes, of course, many politicians in state capitals in our national capital who impregnate, you know, uh, aides, congressional aides, or, uh, or you know, whatever. Uh, you know, you're going to have to either pay for an airline ticket now to get her to go to the right state, or you're going to have to accept the responsibility of uh, being a dad. Kind of like, I guess, kind of like what Hunter Biden did with the stripper. Kind of, I guess, maybe, but, you know, maybe a little more involved, whatever, whatever. But there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. And, of course, this is somehow a metaphor for women in the country. It became this giant target of feminism. You're not a woman unless you support abortion. You're not a feminist if you don't uh, you support abortion. You know, it completely kind of abdicates the enormous responsibility and beauty of carrying a human in your stomach for 10 months, about 10 months, actually, and giving birth. And then uh, the wonderful thing that happens afterwards, which is uh, raising a child, it really is something else. I mean, it's I've done it twice and uh, still got one at home. She's 16. It's pretty remarkable, but really, isn't that what abortion is really all about? The complete abdication of responsibility that, oops, I made another baby. Well, we better kill it. Isn't that, honestly, the silent thing that nobody's talking about? Everybody's willing to say, oh, yeah, could you know, the, the, the rape and incest, and I get that, I understand that, but honestly, most abortions are birth control. They just are. Argue with me, please, bring it. I, I, fine, do it, because uh, it's true. It is true. And it is a shame that we've had over 60 million people, uh, babies, die in this country. They're murdered uh, before they were born, injected with saline, uh, uh, you know, pureed, and then sucked out, you know, that kind of thing. I don't want to do graphic about it, but it's an awful, awful thing. And there are still some late-term abortion places around the country, including where I used to live in Germantown, Maryland, where they could abort a baby right before it was born. I mean, just, you know, it's like... Uh, here you go. It's crying, I know, but uh, you know it's dead. Um, so there's been a lot of that going on. Um, the, the number here is 800-922-6680. I'm going to get into all of the caterwauling from the left. Uh, really, uh, having an abortion doesn't make you more of a feminist. It really it doesn't. I mean, you can't speak that way. You don't have a uterus. Well, you know, the Supreme Court, uh, we just have a new Supreme Court justice who had no idea what a woman is. So as far as uh, the women's rights issue of this, um, let's just take that out of the equation. If you're on the left and you are totally down with uh, this nonsense being taught in schools about changing your gender and how women can compete in sports, well, I venture to say that you no longer own the abortion argument because I could just uh, claim to be a woman and then say that it affects me. And I'm being really serious about this. If you're down with all this other nonsense, then we're back on an equal footing. I used to have friends in Maryland who would shout me down when I tried to talk about why I was pro-life. You don't have a choice. You're a man. You have a penis. You don't carry a baby. You have nothing to say about this. That's really what they said. You have nothing to say about this because you don't carry the baby. Yeah, but there's this stuff that I contributed to, I'm a, um, instead of a birthing person, I'm an inseminating person. So you can't really have a birthing person unless you have an inseminating person. And I would be the inseminating person. But now, now, thanks to the Supreme Court and thanks to uh, academia, uh, I can also be a birthing person as a man, I guess, right? 
right? So they're, they're, the line is fuzzy. The line has been obliterated. And uh, consequently, uh, we are on equal footing as far as I'm concerned. Equal footing with regard to the say on abortion. None of this, you're a man, you can't have a thought about this. Uh, no, 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 that's not going to work anymore because I can be a woman. There you go. Uh, wow, that's pretty tidy, pretty interesting. Here's uh, Alan Dershowitz uh, talking to Rob Schmidt last night on Newsmax about uh, not only the possibility of overturning Roe v. Wade. It hasn't been overturned officially. This is just a rough draft of an opinion, presumably written by Justice Alito. But we've got to, to wait until like July to open the Christmas present, you know, and find out what's in it. But uh, the big story really is the leak of this document. It's really, really gigantic. Aside from the coming announcement, which uh, hopefully will, you know, be upheld by the justices, and they won't be scared into changing their votes, which is the reason why it was leaked. Uh, barring that, this is the big story. It's that somebody leaked a decision before it was made official. This is earth-shattering constitutional crisis territory, kids. I was a law clerk on it about 57 years ago, and I know the workings of the court. And also, Alan Dershowitz was not aborted. I just put that together myself. I know most of the justices. I know a lot of the law clerks. This has the sign of authenticity. It also, to me, and this is just a theory, but I think it may be correct. Yes. The leak was a very deliberate leak, perhaps, oh, yeah. by a law clerk who was very strongly opposed to reversing Roe versus Wade, seeking to make it public now so that pressure could be put on the Supreme Court, either by a, an act of Congress to pack the court or an act of Congress making a federal legislative right of every woman to have an abortion based on the Commerce Clause. Now, that is how Democrats think. That's the uh, long game for them. They would do something like this that is ungodly detrimental to the future of the country with regard to the Supreme Court. This is a gigantic, a gigantic thing that has been done here. But does this surprise anyone that a government that would create a board of disinformation, that a government that would uh, would shut down worship and schools and how you're making a living and and tell you you have to be six feet apart from somebody to be able to be near them and tell kids they they couldn't eat next to each other at lunch or have to wear a stupid mask for two years and in, in perpetuity in states like New York. I mean, does it really surprise you that it comes from this government that somebody would do something so egregious? And you know the really sick thing about it is that some people, because they're so into their side of the argument that they're fine with that, uh, despite the enormous implications of leaking a decision by the Supreme Court before it could go public. This is something that could absolutely unhinge the balance of power in the country. We'll get to all of this as the show progresses. 800-922-6680. That's 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. You know, both sides of the equation last night were using the uh, hey, hey, ho, ho chant. They really need to come up with some new material. Yeah, Roe v. Wade has got to go. There's that's a pro-life uh, protester, I guess. Yeah. I bet you, you know, there are probably some angry little dwarfs that are like, they stole our uh, our daily song. Hi ho, hi ho, it's off to work we go. 
hi ho, hi ho. It's off to work we go. That wasn't that the original chant of the dwarves as they went to work in the salt mine or wherever they were working. I'm just saying that maybe it'd be a little bit of a little upset about the uh, hey hey ho ho. They need to come up with some new material. Hey hey ho ho. Something's got to go. Is they've got to come up with something better. So a draft uh, court opinion overruling Roe v. Wade has been leaked to uh, the press in uh, in one of the greatest scandals to ever hit the nation's highest court and possibly attempt to intimidate one or more justices to reverse their vote or to ignite a liberal brush fire to pack the Supreme Court before Democrats lose Congress in November. And that that's one of the things that's going on. And then what they want to do is quantify through legislation the ability for women to get abortions nationwide. Now... This is the ultimate kind of Democrat-Republican issue because Republicans are saying that uh, abortion is not going to be made illegal in all states. It will be left up to the states to make the decision, and therefore that would be a Republican decision. So some states will say, you know what, we oppose abortion. It is not right to do abortion. We, For whatever reason, we are going to uh, restrict it. That's happening in a lot of conservative states around the country. Meanwhile, places like uh, California and New York, uh, you know, they, they will actually be able to get people to come back to the states just to have their babies killed. So that's how desperate they are in California, I guess, because so many people are leaving California and New York because they've made it just this dystopian, crime-ridden hellhole. But, uh, you know, they're going to use uh, abortion tourism. Maybe the new, uh, the new, the people in charge of Disney, that might be the next thing they do. Maybe they create a new park called Abortion World. So they can do that in, uh, in California. Why not? But the waffles, instead of being the shape of Mickey Mouse's face, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It's time to heed the Constitution, return to the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. The possible draft opinion by Justice Samuel Alito reads, making the case that where the Constitution is silent, the American people govern themselves through elections of elected leaders, not federal judges. Well, shut the front door. Really? That's just crazy talk there. He quotes the late Justin uh, Antonin Scalia, who said, The permissibility of abortion and the limitations upon it are to be resolved, like most important decisions in our democracy, by citizens. Woo, weird, trying to persuade one another and then voting. It then adds, that is what the Constitution and the law demand. The document published by Politico, which has gotten more press than it deserves, Claims to be a draft opinion. And did you see it, by the way? Did you see the draft opinion? I posted it on social media at Rob Carson's show on Getter and uh, Truth Social and Twitter and Facebook. Literally, whoever did it, they took it. They printed version of it with a staple. I'm not kidding. They, they, you know, and you ever try to copy something that's been stapled together? You got to, you know, fold it over the staple, and then there's that corner that looks like that. That's what it looks. So somebody grabbed this thing, went to the, uh, to the uh, copy room there at the courthouse, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they sneaked it out in their sock. Who was the? There was a. There was a uh, Clinton administration official that did that with some documents in the uh, Library of Congress. I'm drawing a blank on the name, but anyway, uh, it is not a binding decision of the court unless uh, at least five justices sign it. And it looks like a transparent and unprecedented betrayal by one of the 45 or so people with access to a draft Supreme Court opinion to prevent this decision from becoming law by scaring off moderate justices and attempting to whip the political left into a frenzy. And make no bones about it, last night I commented on social media that uh, there will be lots of violent, peaceful protests because of this in America. Do not doubt me one little bit because there were already people out last night 
protesting Roe v. Wade that their signs had already been made professionally. Professionally. Unless they have a really uh, tight turnaround time and different shops right around the Capitol, you can just go in and buy your, your signs. There are five key points to realize about the opinion, how its shocking leak could have happened, and why the Supreme Court will suffer incalculable damage if one of the majority justices switches side. From the uh, opinion that was written, it says the Constitution makes no reference to abortion. No such right is implicitly protected by any constitutional provision. True. Including the one on which the defenders of Roe versus Casey now chiefly rely, the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment. That provision has been held to guarantee some rights that are not mentioned in the Constitution, but any such right must be deeply rooted in Uh, this nation's history and tradition, and implicitly in the concept of ordered liberty. The right to abortion does not fall into the category. I don't want to make this into minutia, but I also want to make sense of it to you. Uh, I'm not a lawyer, but, you know, I've read a lot of um, uh, decisions like this, and, you know, I try to use my life experience, common sense, and, I don't know, innate talent, thank you very much, to digest this stuff and make it a little bit more digestible uh, to you. Here is a Senator Mike Lee talking about the supposed decision that's been made and written by uh, Judge Alito, and more importantly, the uh, leaking of it to the public. On the one hand, it's, it's sweet because we're finally vindicating the Constitution and the, the, the babies who have been unprotected by the law. Oh, yeah, there were those babies, those whole baby things, all 63 million that were murdered. Because... The Supreme Court of the United States has told states that they may not protect unborn human life. Uh, That's the sweet part. The the bitter part is the way this was leaked. This was an utter disgrace in terms of how it was released. This entire kerfuffle has been brought... And that there were already people who are championing this, like Hillary Clinton, is uh, very disturbing when you look at all the other ways they've tried to destroy the country. What about as a result of an unscrupulous person trying to subvert 235 years of tradition, uh, trying to subvert the way the Supreme Court operates. As a law clerk to Justice Alito, I've never been more proud to have worked for him. And I'm uh, saddened by the fact that his work was released without authorization prior to his time of release, specifically for the purpose of threatening, intimidating, and harassing those justices inclined to go along with what appears to be the majority opinion. If this is the case, this is a gigantic move by an individual to threaten the Supreme Court of the United States. This is unprecedented stuff, guys. Pay attention. I'm telling you. Have you guys signed up for Stamps.com yet? Well, time is money, and you don't want to waste uh, time or money with repeated trips to the post office. Stamps.com, you could skip the trip, focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right now from your computer, saves you money on the process. So you spend less time at the post office and more time making uh, your customers happy. Stamps.com gives you access to all post office and UPS shipping services you might need from your computer and get discounts you won't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off of uh, USPS rates and 76% off of UPS. All you need is a computer, standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. Stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code NEWSMAX 
at stamps.com for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code NEWSMAX for stamps.com. Abortion law goes beyond a woman's issue, and it goes beyond anything. Not a woman's anymore, because we have a Supreme Court justice right now who doesn't know what a woman is. So we all have an equal say. Thank you. You can never imagine the societal implications of this are going to be insane. The amount of uh, just pain and damage this is going to cause. And the babies, they're going to be born and live. <laughs> and the full ability to tell a woman what she can and can't do with her body. And we're going back into a handmaid's tale. System. But I just want to remind you that you should be fired if you don't get the vaccine. Uh, yeah. You should be tested at work every day. All of you women who sat home, all you young girls, Adults over 18 years old. This is the first time I've heard the uh, the word girls and women used lately because, you know, the men can be both of them. Who did not go out and vote, who did not think that you need to protect your womb, we're now back in the dark ages. Um, brace yourselves, ladies. I'm with you. My heart is just broken. I don't understand why this country hates women so much. You know, the, uh, you know, we hate women, Sherry. I don't understand why you hate little girls in the womb so much, you know. Because <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, and maybe biological uh, science has changed, but uh, those little babies in the womb uh, become people. So weird, kind of weird that way. And it's kind of the ultimate example of uh, elitism of the left, and that is, you know, uh, uh, you've got to live in a tiny house and use poison light bulbs and drive an electric car. I'll live in a mansion, drive on a motorcade, fly first class, or fly in a private jet. It's that kind of whole thing. I survived the womb. Too bad for you. Kind of. I've been talking about this forever. It is really remarkable how the uh, left, they don't have the ability to um, to empathize with others, uh, particularly those in the womb. They don't have the ability to empathize with uh, people of color living in the inner cities right now. They, they really don't have the ability. All they know is how to use them up until the election and then the day after the election to leave some money on the uh to leave some money on the dresser and then get up and leave. And that's kind of what they've been doing with the the issue of abortion. And and I'm I'm just going to call out the men in the audience who have uh and let and let's face this. I've I've known of at least um a couple of different cases in my life where people who uh, I went to college with, they were uh, you know, sexually active with their boyfriends. And uh, this is the time, this is in the 80s. Back then, it was, uh, you know, if you didn't want anything to do with the baby, you paid for her abortion. And, uh, and there was a lot of that going on in the, in the 70s and 80s. And, and for women who uh, just think that this is about them uh, and the, uh, the abortion argument and the ability to have an abortion is sacrosanct to, to being a woman. Um, I think to some degree, many of you have been played by men who do not want to take responsibility for the long-term process of raising a child. There's a lot of that, guys. I'm just being honest. A lot of this stems from, oh, I'm not ready to have a baby. Let's just kill the baby. And the ability to be do, to do that, it's very rare. Oh, and then also to kill those babies with Down syndrome. There's there's that a whole Down syndrome babies. We can't be having those happy little Down syndrome babies living because, you know, they're the happiest people in the world. But that's another uh, argument of this. Did you realize that there's one group of people right now worldwide 
that is being murdered wholesale and driven into extinction. And they are people with Down syndrome. There's one test that is paramount when you, you know, your sig other is pregnant. I, for me and my wife, it wasn't we're pregnant because I never had to carry a baby because I don't have a womb. I'm an inseminating person. But that said, you know, you've kind of been played by the men in your life because they're the ones who are saying that it's a good, oh, it's a good thing you can get an abortion. It's a good thing. And, uh, and consequently, a lot of children have been, uh, have been killed before they were born. But back to the uh, Down syndrome babies, there is an active worldwide holocaust in progress, not only with babies in general, but particularly Down syndrome babies. Because they literally, they'll tell you at the in the at the beginning of the pregnancy, would you would you want to take the uh, Down syndrome test? W- w- well, um, no. Why would I? Well, you know, you might want to know if you uh, baby's going to have Down syndrome, so you can kill him. Uh, you know, just to know, just to know, so you can kill him. Uh, the baby, you know, uh, the Down syndrome babies, you can kill him. Uh, yeah, other than that, they're just great. No, everything's perfect. Now, you know what? I'm cool. I don't really need to know. We'll just find out when the baby's born. I don't want to kill the baby. What did you? What did you say? I wasn't talking about killing the baby. I was just saying something else. You know, weird, weird that way. Here's uh, Chuck Schumer. He's uh, you know one of those men. Those men. Uh, you know, who shouldn't have a say in abortion, and uh, he's a champion for abortion for a number of reasons. Here is uh, Chuck Schumer yesterday in the Senate. This is a dark and disturbing morning for America. Last night, a report disclosed... I would imagine the morning a baby is aborted could be pretty dark, and, you know, they, if they knew what was going on to happen. It'd probably be a pretty, pretty dark morning. ...that a conservative majority of the United States Supreme Court... Yeah is ready to overturn Roe v. Wade and uproot decades of precedent affirming a woman's right to an abortion. Yeah, no, it was a bad ruling. I already explained that earlier. If this report is accurate, yes, the Supreme Court is poised to inflict the greatest inflict restriction of rights in the past 50 years. I'm thinking Roe v. Wade did a whole lot of afflicting to the tune of about 63 million little babies. Not just on women, but on all Americans. On all Americans, all birthing persons, even if they have penises. So it is written, so it is done. Uh, yeah, hit the gavel. All right, let's go to Steve in Darlington, Maryland. Hello there, Steve. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind? Yes, um, I, I just wanted to comment. You know, I've been uh, listening to a lot of the coverage, particularly on the conservative cable news, and it, it seems like 90% of the coverage is complaining about this leak and, and yes. I don't understand why we're not we're not celebrating this. Well, week. Steve, um, the, the reason the reason being is not official yet. The ruling is not official. That's well, the reason. I I understand, but I, I mean, this leak to me, I I you know, I, don't, I don't like it, but I don't think it's I don't think it's the end of the uh, you know the end of the world. Well, I understand, uh, Steve, but but knowing that it's leaked and and the leak was intentional to sway the votes of several justices. That's where that's why it's important. I, I understand it's important, but I think the more important issue is, yeah. is we've just we've just uh, overturned Roe v. Wade, which is something we've been trying to do for fifty years. I agree, um, and and we should be celebrating. It's a joyous day. I wish the the conservatives would. They, they seem to be afraid that the Democrats are going to use it as a campaign issue. So what? We we we've got the people on our side on this one. Go out and 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 you know I I heard Trump was you know Trump is uh, is, is owning it. He. He promised he would do this. Uh, we're still we're still seeing the benefits of the Trump administration. Yeah, uh, and we should be we should be celebrating and yeah. and and being out there in the streets and and it's a joyous day. 
Steve, I uh, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, when it is made officially official and all the ju- judges have voted on it, I will uh, celebrate in a big way. In the meantime, we have made some headway. I get it. I get it. I read a good share of the decision, and I, it is a big deal, as Absolutely. long as the justices are not uh, bullied into voting uh, otherwise. I, I, I think it's. I, I think based on Alito's comments, I think it's. I think he's pretty much said yet. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, the, the leak is... Uh, Steve, just real quick, I'm doing a poll here. Uh, were you a fetus at one point? Uh, as far as I know, my mom tells me I was, yeah. All right, okay, Steve, then, then right now at 100%, the votes are in that uh, people who are living and breathing actually were fetuses at one point. So right now, that's the, that's the way the polling is going right now there, Steve. Okay. You're our first, you're our first uh, questionnaire. Okay, uh, so uh, like <laughs> I said, let's, uh, let's, let's be joyous today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. Let's go to Joe in Bel Air, Maryland. Hello there. Joe, what's up, my friend? Oh, not a whole lot today, sir. Yeah. Uh, when, when, this, when this thing ends and the Supreme Court has their way, not necessarily their way, but the ruling of the people, yeah. to basically abandon abortion and only the states that vote for the abortion, yeah. I want those states to pay for the abortion. I don't want more federal funds going back to yeah. the DNC yeah. for paying... Because they always do it. They always, yeah. always do it. And the yeah. other point is, the lady that you had on there about three minutes, five minutes ago, stating, oh, it's a sad day for women's. How about the women's swimmers? How about the women in, yeah. in, in, in the men's room or women's in the, uh, men in yeah. the women's room? Yeah. What happened to those? What happened to those women? Joe, don't you find it funny that you've got all these champions of women today who could give a rat's behind about women two weeks ago when the Supreme Court nominee said she couldn't even say what a woman is, or when women are getting pummeled in men's sports around the country? Uh, you know, and and women are basically being erased from history by the left, and then all of a sudden today, this is an affront to women, not birthing persons, not transgendered people, not women who have uh, uteruses but had their their breasts removed in a surgery and we're given hormones and now have facial hair none of that today is a day this is an attack on women so now they're coming to the defense of women even though they could have given a damn about women the last couple of years joe i agree brother i agree all right man have thanks for the day. phone call do appreciate it do appreciate it get a lot of calls on this oddly enough i i really didn't know if i should talk about this today because i really didn't think there'd be any interest in it really yeah no actually uh probably the biggest story uh boy in a very long time the only thing, and you also, and I've heard some uh, uh, some of this that it may have knocked the discussion of the disinformation board out of the headlines. Also, the fact that Two Thousand Mules opened the Dinesh D'Souza movie last night. Uh, I don't doubt either one of those. I don't doubt strategic positioning of this, uh, and I don't also doubt the reason behind it, which is to a couple of things. A, change the votes of several judges who would vote for this ruling, and B, really energize the radical leftist base before the election in November. And let's look at that. It's a really big deal to radical, radical leftists. This is the only thing, really, that might get them to the polls because uh, Joe Biden is sucking wind. And his administration and the entire Democrat Party are morally and intellectually bankrupt. There are those two things there. So it is uh, multifaceted, to say the least, to say the least. And again, uh, do an unscientific Rob Carson poll so far has shown that 100% of uh, Rob Carson listeners who are adults, human beings, were 
actually fetuses at one point. That's uh, that's the non-scientific poll. So we'll get to Dennis next. I'm presuming he was a fetus at one point. I could be wrong. You never know. This is the Rob Carson Show. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's the Rob Carson Show. I've been saying for a number of years that one day we will wake up from the uh, the fog that we have lived in since Roe v. Wade was passed, and we will realize the enormous holocaust that we have uh, caused. And, and, and honestly, Stalin is going, Whew, good job, America, because I, I was only able to kill like 30 million people. And uh, Chairman Mao and the Cultural Revolution, they're going, God, we were pikers. We were pikers. I mean, we didn't, in China, what we've been doing is we, what we do is that the, the woman has the baby, and we take the baby if it's a girl, and we leave it beside the road to die. So, I mean, you guys just you murder the baby right before it's born. Dang, I mean, bravo. The uh, the evil dictators in hell, they get together, and they probably high-five each other. They have happy hours. They're like, man, we've got another year with Roe v. Wade going to the United States, and and you even added bonus. Look at all the black babies that have been killed. Like 40% of the population. Like, did you realize that the population of the United States would be like 50-50 people of color to white people if all the babies hadn't been murdered before they were born? And, and by the way, the creator of Planned Parenthood, she was a rabid racist. She hated black kids. She hated Jews. She hated kids with birth defects. She was a eugenist. Hillary Clinton has a trophy uh, that's literally li- named after her. And and that's how bad things have gotten. And, and the worst thing about it is that so many have gone along with it, even though the whole abortion movement was really moved to the fore by men who didn't want to take responsibility. You know, this the, the, This is one of the backfirings of the sexual revolution. And nothing against, the, you know, the sexual revolution, whatever. It's kind of interesting. There's kind of a an anti-sexual revolution going on in a Generation Z, like with uh, people my daughter's age, 16. They're just saying no to sex because of all the crap that is happening. Nothing, you know, sex, it feels good. It's great, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, I've had sex twice. I've got two children. That's all, you know, that's what I tell my kids. Anyway. But anyway, um... And even that thought makes them throw up right there at the table. That said, uh, this has been a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, the whole Roe v. Wade thing has been perfect thing for people, uh, you know, who uh, men who can make babies and just say, "Here, baby, four hundred dollars." What would I rather pay four or five hundred dollars for abortion or uh, you know raising a child for life? You know, because you're going to miss out on all the cool stuff, man. You know, you're going to you're going to have to move into a cul-de-sac neighborhood and have a lawnmower and wear sandals and socks. And we can't be doing that. So I'll just pay the four hundred dollars and kill the baby. Then we can just move on. I had my uh, got my jollies and uh, had my uh, sex. And now I can just pay for this abortion. We're all done. And and there is a huge, uh, huge part of that is is this. And somebody asked me the other day, you know, she said, well, you're a libertarian. How could you justify if you could say that you don't care if. You know, states make marijuana legal. How can you justify not allowing a woman to have an abortion? I said, well, because uh, an abortion involves another human being. There you go. It's not an autonomous thing. It's not. You you, you have the the genetic ability to raise a, to gestate and and, uh, bring a child to its birth. Uh, that's a really big deal. It's it's not just you and, oh, where does baby come from? Maybe if you're a big believer in the stork delivering the baby, then you could be pro-abortion. But otherwise, no. No, not so much, because you see, we went through that same birthing process, and you know everybody should be awarded that opportunity. I think. Here is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene doing a little uh, viral video last night 
about uh, the joy that many conservatives are feeling. Hi, everyone. This is Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I just want to make an announcement, and I'm, I'm sorry I'm overwhelmed with emotion because this is the best news of our... Why would this view become overwhelmed with emotion just because 63 million people have been killed and this might save millions more? Lifetime, the Supreme Court has voted to overturn abortion rights. Um, there's a draft opinion out now to overturn Roe versus... It's not really a right. Uh, the abortion thing is not a right. Wade, and this is a, this is a great victory. Uh, it's a great victory for God. And the... And the, uh, I'm thinking maybe God's going, okay, cool. All right, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe Pope John Paul uh, II is going to now and going, well, maybe you can be saved after all. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. It is time for me to go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for listening today. The show is growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, if you would like to, and I would appreciate it if you do this, go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the show, and if you would, give me a review. Right now, I've got a lot of five-star reviews, and I greatly appreciate it. If you like the show, if you like the humor, you like the content, because I put a lot of content into this sucker, then please leave a nice review for me. That would be gigantic. That would be gigantic. Big things are coming, guys. I am blessed to be here. God bless you. God bless our police. God bless our military. Never forget Ashley Babbitt's name. And above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Tales.